Welcome back to the Winding Down Podcast. This is episode 14 uh, of the Winding Down Podcast, but who knows, because it's been so long. Uh, your co-hosts here are myself, Adam, and Alicia. Hello. And we are back doing this after almost a full year. It's well, maybe eight months. I think the last episode, let me look it up here, was June... Yeah, it hasn't been a year. But... June 24th. Okay, so not a year, but we're, we're getting close. And... Uh, we have a new setup. We have a lot of experiences along the way. We have uh, a lot of wines in Lots our in our <laughs> in our cellar, quote unquote, um, which is just a <laughs> wine, rack wine rack in our living room. And um, we have a heck of a lot of news. Um, first and foremost, I'm drinking. I'm drinking alone, drinking for one day because we are expecting our little baby Smith coming. Uh, well, fifty four days. Fifty four days as of recording right now. So we are. Uh, Patiently awaiting that, and I'm patiently awaiting having my my wine partner back in the scene with me here. But yeah, I was uh, just gonna say I'm patiently waiting to have my first glass of wine back. It's been a long, a long dry journey for you, but I've upped my wine consumption to maybe two x, so yeah, it all I've works out. I've done a lot of wine watching, <laughs> wine watching, smelling, smelling yeah. swirling the glass for you and letting it open up. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been a heck of a year for everyone, uh, and I think you and I have really taken advantage of it, to be honest. Um, but, uh, the, the main thing that pushed us off of recording was we had a wedding to facilitate. Uh, so we were married, we got married on August 8th of 2020 and, uh, cute little backyard intimate. Yeah. It was a great little COVID style wedding. Yeah. We made the best of it and we're happy that we stuck with it and still got to have our special day regardless of the world. Exactly. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't let COVID stop us. It slowed us down and it changed it up and it's made things more difficult for sure, but it didn't stop us, and uh, we're continuing on, and, and we continued on to basically step into um, expectant parenthood immediately afterwards. So, well, we had a little. We we got to go to two uh, wine-heavy destinations before we found out that we were expecting. So, we did get to enjoy lots of wines, which I think we'll talk about a little bit today. Um, so we had a mini honeymoon. The first place we went to was Prince Edward County. And it's, um, I mean, it's a bit of a hidden jewel as far as maybe outsiders are concerned. But um, if you're from Ontario, you know it for maybe the June Motel mm-hmm. uh, and a bunch of, of fun, cool wineries, the Sandbanks Provincial Park out there and Sandbanks Winery itself. So um, we spent uh, five days there, four yeah. days, five days. And then we parlayed that right into the Niagara region for a nice little weekend uh, in, in wine country for closer to us and in a more popular area. Yep. And we spent um, too much money on wine, which has, has stayed untouched. I know, because Adam, I told Adam he can go ahead and start drinking without me, but uh, he wants to experience these <laughs> mini moon <laughs> wines together. And I feel bad because shortly after we... Why no more for me? Exactly. And we, we've selected one here today that um, is a little bit more widely available. Um, although we looked it up, it's not available on the LCBL right now. Um, but we'll get to that in a little bit here. But it's a, it's from Palatine Hills in Niagara. Uh, it's called their Lakeshore White, which is their um, flagship white blend. Um, but we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, yeah. This was one that we did get on our honeymoon. Yes. We, we did a bunch of tastings, a bunch of different flights. And uh, we didn't drive to the wineries in Niagara. We Ubered. So I got to fully partake uh, in the tastings with you. Uh, and it was, it was... It was a fun experience. A ton of fun. Let's start with Prince Edward County, okay. though. 
So Prince Edward County, uh, it's basically halfway between here and Kingston, or maybe a little bit further than halfway towards Kingston. Uh, and here is Toronto, so uh, along the 401. Would and you say the main town is Picton? Picton, I think, is, is right at the heart of it there, for yeah. sure. Um, beautiful, beautiful country. We went there again. It was in August, so it was hot. We got to bring Gord, uh, our dog, along with us, and he enjoyed it. Despite there being no air conditioning, we had to buy a couple fans. Yeah, and Sandbank Provincial Park, due to COVID, was closed, so we couldn't go to the beaches there, but we made the best of it. Yeah, absolutely, and, and we really dug deep on like the local spots, the local restaurants. Uh, we got recommendations from lots of people, and we showed up during a week, which we didn't really think about. We showed up during like a regular work week, so places were like closing down quite early, pretty early. Um, but we we made the most of it by getting out early in the day and actually getting out to some wineries just as they were opening up. And um, we went to just off the top of my head, we went to the Grange, Huff, Claus and Chase, Three Dog Winery. Um, uh, we went to uh, a brewery, a brewery as well. I, I can't remember the name what of it. Was it. Called either. Um, we went to. Uh, Oh, the first one we went to was Black the... Black Knight or... The, yeah, that one's like right in downtown Picton across from the Canadian Tire or something. Yeah, that yeah, one... Black... Black Knight, Knight, I think it was. Yeah, and, yeah. and their wine, the wine... We had a Cabernet Franc there with some oven-made pizza. So it was good. delicious. And that was our first wine of, of the trip there. Um, but, and a little thing about that is uh, when we went into the... Um, store we picked up a couple not the store whatever what do you call that just the wine shop yeah the wine shop at that winery Um, they had a wine that was infused with uh, marijuana which was very interesting so we picked that one up we have yet to try it but uh, yeah they had a a lot of neat little one-offs it seemed a little every every place sort of had a niche that they were doing there Um, we bought from the Grange a spiced wine, which you didn't like. I, I didn't mind it. I think it would tasted be tasted like tequila. Yeah, it was a, it's a white wine. I think it's their Chardonnay, and they put a uh, like a, a bouquet of fall herbs into it to make it like cinnamon, nutmeg, allspice, that sort of thing, uh, which was really cool. Uh, it added a different fl- a level to it, but it's kind of all settled now, and I'm intimidated to try it. And I know I'd be drinking it alone. But the one good thing about the Grange was, which we didn't see at any other place, was they had um, these. This option to buy um, a pre-packaged flight, and they were like in little medicine-type glass bottles, like old school. That's what it looked like, right? Like, Oh, yeah. Um, so they gave you two, or did we buy the extra glass? I bought the extra glass. So they came with a glass and then four little bottles of different wines for their flight, and then they just gave it to you, and you could take it, and it was cute. It was, we didn't see that anywhere else, like a kind of take-home doggy bag flight, uh, it was so a pretty good compromise. Yeah, the wine wasn't my favorite, but it was a cool experience and a, a nice little thing to do. Yeah, it, it was unique, like you said. So I think the um, the main we had the spiced white wine. We had their standard Chardonnay, a Pinot Noir, and maybe maybe a Riesling. Um, maybe another red. I can't remember. No, I think it was another red. I think it was a blend or something. Okay, so there we go. Yeah, none of them were really home runs for us but again it was different these were wines that were cracked opened poured into a different vessel sealed and then refrigerated so you never know how it may change when it's an actual standalone bottle yeah. but from that winery we went right down the road to Claus and chase yes which you may know from instagram pictures of a big purple barn and uh we had what we can unanimously two for two agree on as the best glass of wine we've ever had in our lives yeah which is a big a big say and like we're kind of scared to try the wine again because 
we think so highly of it and we tell everybody about it. But from our experience of that day, a nice cold Chardonnay, which we both weren't like super fans of, like we wouldn't say Chardonnay was our favorite wine ever. Um, but this wine, I don't know, like tastes like vanilla pie tart crust. Oh, I don't even know. It was it was citrusy with like lemon, but, like but it was but it wasn't too acidic. It was sweet, and then the oak was buttery, and it made this sort of like flaky pie dough. Like we were like you yeah. were saying, like it was just. It's like making my mouth water just thinking about how delicious it was. I know. I think that will be our first wine after baby. Yes, and it was fairly expensive. I think it was 52 or 48 bucks a bottle, and we bought two bottles of that one. Yeah. Um, and a couple other ones from Clawson Chase. Maybe one other. There's one called the Brock, and we both went to Brock University, so we so, bought that one as yeah. well. It was a Chardonnay, too. Um, yeah. Mm. And then we went to Huff, which is a pretty... It's very big. That was the biggest one I think we went to in Prince Edward County. It was huge, and there was a lot of people there, and um, they were showing off their wide range of rosé wines. And they have a Pinot Noir, a canned rosé, and then uh, a rosé titled Getaway, which uh, was your favorite of the bunch. Yes, because our first night there, we kind of scrambled to find a place to eat, because like Adam said, it was the middle of the week, so things were closing pretty early. Um, and then I ordered off the menu a rosé just for the heck of it. And I noticed it was from Huff. So when we went to Huff, and it was like the best rosé I've ever tasted. It was like candy, cherry. It was just light and so fresh good. and just a good summer drink. So when we went to Huff the next day, there I was very shocked that there was like five different rosés. And I was like, shoot, I don't remember exactly which rosé it was. So we both did flights trying to figure out which rosé it was and then i think we came to the conclusion that it was the getaway but we bought all three but we, yeah we bought all three yeah <laughs> uh so so yeah it was that was a really really awesome experience we also bought a merlot from them um because that's when we tasted on the flight and really liked um and yeah it was it was a really awesome experience i mean prince edward county is somewhere where you and i would both go back to for yeah, a weekend or a yeah for sure. the drop of a hat we'd be there um it's beautiful the wineries were great uh, it was almost like they were they were very protective of you know of their wineries and their their sort of way of running things because I think they know how fragile it could be if they get an outbreak of COVID or whatever. So it was really nice to to see that and, and you know we followed along all the rules and everything. Yeah, we felt pretty safe and cautious. And I feel like last summer things were a little bit you know everyone kind of got to a place where it was kind of more relaxed more relaxed but still like we wore our masks going into places there was no wine tours happening it was just smaller yeah. tastings like individual tastings just kind of a bummer that we didn't get to walk the winery but yeah. uh, we did get to walk the winery a couple of different times when in we went to niagara, niagara yeah so um the couple places that we went to in niagara the wineries that i can remember off the top were between the lines was the first one a cute little small funky and we didn't get the winery tour no that or so yeah we just got we got a tasting at a bar in there yeah, um, we had Gewurztraminer, which we ended up buying a bottle of. Which we're, I'm really, really falling in love with this white variety because it's super floral, it's pretty acidic. It's it's not too sweet. It's just a, a very nice one. And, and I guess we're seeing with the amount of high quality Riesling and Gewurztraminer that's being produced here, northern France and Germany is sort of on par with Niagara Peninsula as far as wines are being produced. So. Um, it's kind of cool to see what grows really well here and what's not being shoehorned in. And uh, the Gewürztraminer from there was great. So we have a bottle of that I've yet to crack, um, which I know uh, I say I've yet to crack because Alicia didn't love the Gewürztraminer. Yeah, not my favorite. But but you would go for a rosé or red wine over white, I think, right? 
yeah, I don't even know. Like, I feel like it's been so long, I can't even... You can almost come at it with a new blank slate. Yeah, I feel like I'll have to. We went to then uh, Palatine Hills, which is the winery that is providing us the wine that we're having here. Yeah, it was like super kind of modern, tiny winery, but it was super modern, um, very crisp. And they had a... I bought a shirt from there, actually. They had, a, they had an outfitting, like a like a merch company almost, that was separate of them, but made stuff that fit and worked with, with what they were doing and very trendy and cool looking. And uh, the wines were delicious as well. We did like a, a, a pick your own charcuterie board there and stuffed our faces despite the wind. And... Well, because we also didn't realize that because of the COVID times, it wasn't just like a, it was a deconstructed uh, charcuterie board, but it was like a whole box of crackers, a whole jar <laughs> yeah, of pickles. It wasn't, it wasn't a serving. Yeah. And we were taking an Uber. So we just returned most of the things being like, I'm so sorry. That was a bit weird, but they had uh, they had a Merlot there as well that we purchased, um, which we really really liked. Actually, you you really circled yeah. that one, uh, and we had the we have the white as well from there. Um, but that was a really cool one, just as far as the aesthetic was. It was very very yeah. hipstery and kind of cool, and um, the food was good despite it being a little bit restricted. Uh, and from there, we went to Strune, uh, which was uh, well, the first sort of walk the winery experience we had and really enjoyed it. We ended up having our tour guided by the person who owns the winery. Yeah, which was really neat. He was super passionate, an older gentleman. Um, he was awesome, super... I don't even know how to describe him. It, it was almost like if we had 15 minutes for our wine tour... If it took him half an hour to explain everything fully that he wanted to, he wouldn't hesitate to do that. He felt no rush for anything. Yeah, he gave us heavy pours. Heavy pours. Lots, lots of wine. Really thoughtful answers on everything. He had an answer for everything. Yeah, he let us go like he he let us walk throughout the vines. Is that what we would call it? Yeah. Yeah. And then we tasted some grapes. Like he was very thorough. He was showing like pruning practice on uh, keeping the canopy up and why they're doing certain things and explaining not just about his winery but the niagara wine region and his neighboring and where they get their grapes from different different vineyards not even on site here super informative i think joe was his name yeah um, i think you're right and he, he was terrific and he recommended the wine we bought from them which is of their terroir series which is a red blend from 2017 i believe yeah uh, which is yet to be cracked but uh, looks like a real a real winner yeah adam you're super into that i was just like ah take it or leave it but adam was like no let's do this one it has <laughs> He said good things about it, so. And the last winery we went to was Pilatary Estates, um, which was the most, I would say... Um, Hands-on, active experience that we had. For sure, and the most almost like commercialized experience. Oh, like, for sure, because it's huge. It's like a restaurant, it's a market, it's um, a huge tasting room. They're partners with the Olympics for Canada. Isn't it right across from Inniskillen? I think I think you're right, or, yeah. The big one. Or, yeah, there, or was, there was one... Fielding? I don't know. I can't remember. It was a yeah. It was a. It's a huge winery that's across from another huge commercial winery. And it's um, everything's paved there. And I'd, I'd never heard of Pilatary Estates before. I've been there, which sort of surprised me with how like state of the art this was. Like sterile equipment everywhere, and like they, they made very specific viewing decks. It was gorgeous. Yeah, and this one we actually did have a tour, so it was just us with a private tour guide. Yes, the, at stream we should say we did have another couple that was with us. Yes, uh, and Joe, but uh, this one was just us. And it was, uh, I can't remember his name. He was a really... Antonio. Yeah, really nice Italian man. He's been working in Niagara for a long time. And uh, he didn't walk the fastest, but he had stories for everything. He serenaded us with a beautiful version of I Think I Want to Marry You by Bruno Mars. (laughs) Yeah, we told him it was like our our honeymoon and 
he was like, oh, it is. And then he took us down to the cellars where there was very good acoustics. Um, and he took off his mask, <laughs> stood far away from us and just serenaded us with, I think I want to marry or marry you by Bruno Mars. It was, it was, it was a performance. It was a real performance, something we won't forget anytime no, soon. And also, not. I've never felt so like, oh my goodness, there are people coming <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because there was another group behind us. Um, but, uh, I mean, this guy was, he was good people, as they say, from, yeah. from uh, the tip of his head to the tip of his toe and and he was super nice and thoughtful he gave us a couple of extra pours too a couple extra <laughs> pours and he also cracked a bottle uh his favorite bottle which is a 2015 merlot um that wasn't on the, the list he cracked it for us because he said it was a celebration he gave us champagne as champagne. well or sparkling yep. wine sorry i think we were only supposed to have like three tastes each and we had like five six or, or five six. Yeah. yeah and we ended up buying the really nice expensive aged merlot because he poured it for us and it was wonderful yeah it was really good um and and that was that we we came home with um bags and boxes of wine and so much wine organized it and we had sorry excuse me and we had uh we had tons of wine already left over from from the wedding and from gifts and whatnot yeah in prince edward county we went crazy prince edward county because it felt a little bit more like a stretch to get there yeah and i think we reined it in a bit for niagara because we were like oh my god we've already spent so much money on wine we gotta like if if we really like it or really pick our favorite one not our whole flight that we had but i feel like you can't go on a wine tour you can't go to a winery without buying at least one bottle i feel like it's just it's like good good practice to do that yeah, so, but what if you don't love the wines? Would you still buy one? You, the prob- you probably would. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, but I, the Grange was also our first one there. So we were like, oh, like, so exciting. Like, it's our honeymoon. Let's take some nice pictures. And, yeah. you know, it's the experience more that I... But you, We bought a lot from the Grange, and we didn't like that. Yeah, we bought some gifts from them as well. So um, we bought... Actually, we bought really cool wine stoppers for cork bottles. Oh, yeah, that was actually good. We'd never seen that before. No, so um, that was really cool. But, yeah, that was our that was our mini moon, really covered in wine. It was wonderful, though. Yeah. It was great. It was a really good time. Um, and it takes us to then me uh, drinking alone for the next however many months <laughs> it's been. Uh, almost nine, I guess. Eight months. So Yeah. Um, so this is where, where we are now. Um, I have this wonderful white wine to, to crack here. Oh. <laughs> Listen to that it's been a while. baby crack. Oh, baby. Does that smell? Smell good. Good. It smells sweet. So this wine like just going back to the kind of the look of it um it's a pretty simple yet sleek label i would say um the palatine hills is in gray um there's some like gray sketches of you know waves hitting a shore with some wind um, those are the hills right <laughs> duh that would be that's water no that's the niagara region though so you're oh, okay, right okay, that, that's okay. water yeah yeah there's some water on there. But you can see the distinctive shelf drop off from Niagara there. Yeah. It's I'm... it's gray, like you said, and, and orange lines all over it. Yeah. Don't have a smell? Ooh. Very, it's, it's very it's, sweet. Yeah, there's, it's pretty strong on the nose, but not like, it doesn't burn, so it's like. No, and it's, it's, it's Gewürztraminer, it says 84% Gewürztraminer, 8% Vidal Blanc, and 8% Riesling. Um. Grapefruit, lychee fruit, and clove with flavors of sweet tropical fruit, lychee, and balanced acidity are the field notes on it. Um, so, and it, you know, this is a, this is it says it's it can be sipped on its own or drank with Asian cuisine. Uh, and I think that the acid and, and sort of sweetness balance will, will sort of take on the the spices of an Asian dish. But it's um it's really really strong on the nose, really sweet, but it's not like candy sweet or sugar sweet. Yeah, it's like fruit just like sweet. Fruity. 
I think lychee's good because it's sort of uh, I, I don't I'm not too experienced in lychee, but um, it's that white sort of small circular fruit that's really really sweet. So I've got to say I do love when wine. Like, the back of this wine uh, bottle says directions, and then it says field notes, and then trail tips, and then it says take it outside. Like, I love that. Like, it just, I like when they give you the breakdown of the wine, or like a little bit of the history of the winery, or... Yeah. I feel like it's just a bit more personable, and... And that's something I think that's done a lot more in the new world than opposed to the old yeah, world, right? Yeah, I think you're right. Um, so I had a sip here, and it is front-loaded. Like, it's really big up front. But and then, then the finish then is almost gone. nothing. It's very um, like muscat grapes. Oh, okay. That sort of sweetness and, and specificness to it. Um, it's uh, got good acidity. It does taste pretty sweet. Um, but again, it's it's like all front loaded. It dissipates pretty quickly. It's good. This is a crisp white wine. It's really nice. Like a good good summer day. Good summer day, like quencher almost. It does leave my mouth a little bit dry on the finish here, okay. but it does also kind of get your saliva going to like make you want more. Um, yeah, it's I mean the tropical fruits there. It's pineapple. It's like almost like bruised apple, where it's sweet oh, but not yeah. sour anymore, yeah, like yeah. a like a bruised Granny Smith. Um, it's not too grassy or anything floral like that or not floral but not not too um not tennis bally at all no no petroleum or plastics or anything there let's have a look here at vivino so the price point they have on this one it's a different uh label on it there but that's because it's 2016 this is a 2017 3.7 stars on this one 13.95 sorry for the price point and uh let's see here uh Pear, apple, apricot are the major tasting notes. Tropical fruit, pineapple, uh, honey, stone fruit. And let's see if it has any... Yeah, no real breakdown of the flavors here on it. It's a pretty... There hasn't been a ton of reviews on it. Um, Just, 111. Yeah, well, you can't really get it at the LCBO, at least from what we could see. So... It would have to be that. That could be why. It, it would have to be right from the source, right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you would not turn this wine away. It's not... It's not anything that would turn someone because they don't like the way blank tastes. It's pretty crowd-pleasing. Okay. The nose the nose is so strong compared to the flavor, though. The flavor is pretty muted? It's not even muted. It's just that I mean, it's not... I can smell it from here. It's like, just not in comparison to how big the nose is. It's crazy. Like, the, the, the flavor could be normal on the palate. It's just like you wouldn't, you wouldn't get that there. But really enjoyable. I really like it. I think this is one of the ones that we tasted... Right? I think it was for sure. And everything here says family owned, small batches. Yeah. It actually says Newfield New family, family yeah. made here, and it's got the Niagara region selected. Proud yeah. product of Canada. They, they pack a lot into the label. Yeah. But it's it's not um, overwhelming or not anything. busy. Yeah. There's a lot going on, but yeah, somehow it's not busy. Yeah, take it outside. That's what it says on the shirt that I bought. So yeah. there you go. I thought it said take it curbside. But <laughs> <laughs> That's too much COVID yeah. being, uh, being thrust upon us. Um, yeah, this wine's really good. Um, I would recommend, I think a lot of people are finding success in going to the LCBO and picking out a wine, a Canadian wine that they haven't had before. Mm-hmm. And I usually go right to the vintages section now, but... I mean, I've, I've recognized that there's some Grange wine being sold at the LCBO really? by our house, which is very unique. It's a red blend. Um, and I've seen I've seen a bunch of other, you know, smaller wineries or wineries that were not, um, aren't thrust down your throat as, as prominently as some other ones are in the region here. 
Um, so take a swing on Palatine mm-hmm. Hills. Um, the red wines are, are really good, but they're, I mean, this is a, like a Virtuiner, which is maybe more similar to Riesling than anything else. I think it's grown in like Alsace and, and, and Germany and whatnot. So the, the cool temperatures are good. Oh, it's just called Lakeshore White. Lakeshore White, yeah. I don't yeah. know if we've seen that. So it's just a white blend. It's a white blend. Okay. And I wonder what the VQA um, appellation mm-hmm. sort of rules are on, because this there's, there's certain places where I'm sure 84% that's Majority could be considered just a you could call it Gewurztraminer, yeah, yeah. Uh, or Gewurztraminer, no Gewurztraminer. Um, so yeah, it's it, it's a really enjoyable white. No one's gonna turn it down or be upset that it's on the table there. And if there's any moms like mine out there that want to throw some ice cubes and soda water in it, it would stand up to that as well because the sweetness on it, um, it is pretty. Is it on the sweeter side? I, I say I would say so. Hmm. The color is pretty yellow. Like, it, the color reminds me of, like, a Chardonnay color. It's barely balanced because it does dry your tongue out a bit. There's a bit of that dryness to it. But the fruit flavors are so strong that it almost tricks you into thinking it's maybe more sweet than it actually is. Okay. Um, let me do the old gum test with it, though. That's one thing I have to say about wine tasting i hate the noises that it just throws me off an edge it's not it's not too dry no i would say it's more balanced than anything okay um yeah i, I really so like, like light bodied or medium bodied what would you say i'd say light bodied light bodied um it's 12 percent, so it's a little bit not low but you know I, i'd say at the high end of low alcohol yeah um maybe even low end of mid and medium bodied then if for, for alcohol it's considered um really enjoyable there you go. I wish, I wish you could have a glass with me right now. I know. But you'll just have to deal with me smelling like it uh, when I walk around the house now. <laughs> no, it's a pretty strong smell. Like like I said, I can smell it from here quite well. And Gewürztraminer is, I think, known for being really aromatic. Oh, okay. So that does check out there. Um, but it's a good way to sort of grab attention when for you're sure. when you're making a white blend, right? You grab something that, that smells delicious and something that can grow in a cool climate like this and still have the tropical notes is interesting because, as we, we know from previous wines, we've had Chardonnay tends to stay more uh like tends to stay more apple pear where this yep. one does have that as well pear maybe more than anything um but also you know when, when chardonnay is grown warmer it can flip to stone fruit something that's more intensely sweet pineapple and this has the pineapple characteristic on, on the nose and on the palate um without being super sweet without being super sweet and without being a warm climate grower right. yeah that's true very interesting i wonder how that would swing with our seasons here because sometimes our, our summers aren't hot sometimes they're hot for a month or you know what i mean i wonder how that the vintage would affect that but 2017 i who knows what was going on in 2017 yeah i feel like that was so long ago 100 percent 2021 now Oof. 2021 so i in in personal news i've also finished my second level of w set uh wine education so um we're moving up the ranks here and hopefully Moving on to bigger and better things, so fingers and, fingers and, and toes, toes crossed, crossed. Yeah. Uh, that, that something comes along my way or I get in its path and we figure that out on our end. But um, the main focus now is getting Alicia to the finish line with this baby and uh, once again cheersing our glasses at the end of uh, a podcast here where we're both sipping wine. So yeah. we're looking forward to that almost as much as having our little baby boy in the world <laughs> with us here maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's a bit of an maybe. overstatement. <laughs> Yeah, can you compare the two? I don't know. <laughs> no, maybe not. Maybe not. Um, but there, I mean, that's that's episode tw- uh, fourteen. <laughs> oh, man, 20. I'm so lost. Twenty 2020, twenty, twenty twenty one. Uh, but yeah, that's episode fourteen in the can. Yeah. Well, so 
Gord came to join us. Gord came to join for the sign-off here. So if you're listening to this, thank you for sticking with us after a long hiatus. Yeah, we apologize, uh, but uh, just know that more are coming in the future, and I'm going to cheers Adam with the bottle to the glass. Exactly. So uh, thank you for listening, and cheers. Oh.